so happy you're here. Please remember to subscribe, share this podcast with your nearest and dearest, and rate and review on iTunes so that other people can find me. You can always find my sources in the show notes, find me on Instagram at goodnews underscore goodnight, and because you're probably wondering, this beautiful song, False Hopes, is from cursedirvy.jpg featuring Soda Cheap. I hope you enjoy this week's story and that you sleep well. It is easy to come up against roadblocks and obstacles in our lives. Sometimes we find ourselves uninspired, maybe in jobs or situations we wouldn't pick if we had more money or freedom. Albert Einstein is a great example of why we always need to keep plugging away at the things we love and why something that feels like a failure to us is achievement to others. Born in 1879 in Ulm, Germany, Einstein grew up in a middle-class Jewish family and it is pretty widely known that despite his amazing mathematical and scientific abilities, He struggled with all other aspects of school. In fact, there is evidence to suggest that he was mildly dyslexic. From the age of five, he had begun to notice invisible forces that captured his attention, like the force that makes a compass work. And this inspired a life interest in figuring out the laws of the universe. Growing up, Einstein did not feel like he belonged within the Prussian-style system of education used at his school in Germany at the time. At one point, he even reportedly had a teacher tell him he would never amount to anything. This feeling of not belonging and failure led Einstein to flee Germany, illegally dodging the draft and going to live with his parents. This was not really an ideal situation because it basically meant he would face legal trouble if he returned to Germany at this time. Luckily, Einstein applied to a polytechnic school in Switzerland on the proviso that he first finish his formal schooling and could pass their rigorous entrance exams. And despite basically flunking French, chemistry and biology, his scores in maths and promise in physics won him a position in the school. Einstein graduated in 1900 And while he was very advanced in many subjects, he had often taken it upon himself to do self-directed learning rather than, you know, show up for class, which I suppose had rubbed his professors up the wrong way. Unfortunately, Einstein was trying to enter a career in an industry where it's often who you know as much as what you know, and he was unable to get any letters of recommendation from professors and therefore he was turned down for all the positions he applied for. Between 1900 and 1902, Einstein headed for his rock bottom. He had no job prospects at a time when starting a family with his wife-to-be was probably the goal, 
and his father also went bankrupt, drying up any support from his parents. I feel this is pretty relatable. We all have these times in our lives where it seems there is no way forward, no way to reach our goal. How strange to be relating to Albert Einstein this way. After taking some pretty underpaid jobs tutoring children, Einstein gave up on academics and took a job at the patent office in Bern as a clerk. With an income under his belt, he could finally marry his betrothed, Maleva Marek, a fellow scholar. They went on to have two children over the next eight years. Now, many people I know who work full-time and have families don't have a lot of time or energy for much else, but somehow Einstein managed to get his work done quickly in the patent office and could spend a lot of his time in the afternoons writing academic papers on his musings about the universe. It was during this time that he theorised about the speed of light, wondering what it would mean if we were to travel at the same speed as a beam of light. So, alongside his full-time job and the birth of his first child, in 1905 he published four different papers, which we now know are major theoretical discoveries within physics. These papers were published in the Annalen de Physique, on movement of small particles suspended in stationary liquids required by the molecular kinetic theory of heat, on heuristic point of view concerning the production and transformation of light, on the electrodynamics of moving bodies, and does the inertia of a body depend upon its energy content? This is the one associated with the equation you have probably heard of, E equals mc squared. This all sounds pretty complex to me, and it is amazing that he thought to continue this work despite the odds stacked up against him, and the fact that these papers have had such a profound effect on our understanding of physics only makes it a more unlikely and amazing feat. As if this wasn't enough, to obtain his doctorate, he submitted another paper. So that's five papers and one baby in one year. Wow. As Einstein and his theories gained fame and doors started to open for him in an academic career, his marriage started to erode. Einstein and his wife Maleva did not have a huge amount of money, and while he was starting to have success within his academic work, academic success does not often equate to being well paid. This meant that while Einstein was getting a lot of attention, and being asked to speak at conferences, therefore spending a lot of time away from home, their financial situation was not good at all. He also didn't have much time with his wife and children, so he and Maleva fought constantly. During this time, he was distracted by troubling thoughts that his previous theories did not take into consideration gravitation or acceleration. And this was pretty distracting for him, which probably didn't help his marriage. However, it did help him complete his general theory of relativity in 1915. Einstein continued working on his academic endeavours, and then, in the lead-up to World War I in 1918, he was catapulted into mainstream knowledge as the next Isaac Newton after he signed a manifesto alongside three other intellectuals, 
against Germany entering the World War. This was picked up by the Times of London, giving a pedestal to Einstein as a physicist. Around this time, Einstein started the idea that the universe is in a constant state of flux and created a new area of science which is now known as cosmology. Fast forward now to the lead up to the Second World War. By now, Einstein and his first wife have divorced and he immediately remarried Elsa Lowenthal. By the way, I think there was a bit of overlap here, but as this is a good news podcast, I think I'll just skip over that. And as the Nazi movement arises, they conveniently attack the relativity theory as Jewish physics. And Einstein becomes unsafe in Germany, where he is living at the time. In 1932, Einstein leaves Germany, never to return again, and escapes to New Jersey, in the United States of America, settling at Princeton University. During this time, Einstein is active in anti-war activities as well as the early civil rights movement. Einstein continued developing on his already established theories, leading breakthroughs in ideas around wormholes, higher dimensions, black holes, universe creation theory and the possibility of time travel. While Einstein was only directly awarded one Nobel Prize, a pretty amazing feat for someone who couldn't get a job straight out of university, I might add, there are a further six Nobel Prizes awarded to others whose work was drawn directly from Einstein's theories. We also now know that black holes, while only ever mathematically theorised by Einstein, have been found. There are thousands of them in the universe that we've found so far, and Einstein's theory of everything is being built on every day by modern physicists. As Einstein aged, he spent a lot of time trying to disprove or strengthen his theories, always striving for more, never quite believing what he had done was good enough to explain all that he wanted to explain. We have him to thank for so much, but particularly laser pointers, paper towels and solar power. None of these things are possible without Einstein's many theoretical works. Charlie Chaplin once said to Einstein, The people applaud me because everybody understands me, and they applaud you because no one understands you. I think we have a lot to learn from the life of Einstein, not just physics and a theory on how everything works, but also as a lesson in never giving up on your passions, and that no matter how dark things look to us, how incomplete our lives may feel, from the outside, we are making a difference if we just do our best and follow our passions to whatever our full potential is. After all, a teenage boy was once ridiculed by teachers and flunked out of school, and yet he ended up changing our whole world. Thanks so much for being here with me for this episode of Good News, Good Night. Sleep well. Sleep well.